Welcome to my Higa podcast, Experience Togetherness, an exclusive podcast in geriatric medicine, geriatric care, geriatric health, healthy aging, and life's simple pleasures. Dear inspirers, dreamers, listeners, carers, discover senior living and celebrate aging with my Higa. We celebrate our elderly and the people behind their smiles. Hello December. Today is 22nd of December 2021 and we are bringing this podcast from New Delhi and San Francisco Bay Area USA. Hi, I am Shruti and we at Mahiga welcome you to December specials. Today we'll be discussing how to spend your holidays with seniors in senior living and care. Without any delays, Let's start our conversation with Dr. Purnima, my co-host, who has an expansive experience in geriatric medicine, geriatric care, geriatric health, and healthy aging. Hi, Shruti. Wow, such a great intro. I'm humbled. Nice meeting with you. So excited for a December specials. A great time indeed. Looking so forward to. So true. So I want to start this discussion with a realization I had while thinking about this topic that we are going to discuss. After years of following the same tradition with the family, how do elderly feel when they have moved to senior care? How do they feel when the holidays are nearing and they are in a completely new place away from their family? I agree. It's a very important question. Yes, Shruti. As we all know, humans are bound by so many factors. And moving to senior living and care can be stressful, if not more stressful. And exhilarating or neutral from my past experiences with geriatric patients. For the senior or for their families. For new experiences means so many new opportunities for everyone in the family, including the senior. That leap of faith, that moment in time when they decide to move to senior living and care is sometimes the last barrier to be crossed and the rewards many on the other side. Holiday time can be really stressful emotionally mentally for elderly and their families as well. Too many things come up that need to be handled as will they celebrate senior living and care or go home as will they be celebrating holidays in senior living and care or go home? Will they be going out for dinner? How will the family handle the move in a car to a restaurant? or even to an event down the street? Will the elderly need medications that must be administered on those times during an outing? Who will be administering? Are there restrictions on food choices? Will the walker fit the car? Is the cane stable enough to be used by the senior? And so on. In case they want to spend time at the senior living and care community, during holidays, 
who will be invited? What is the agenda or plan? Will my mom or dad or grandpa or grandma have a Christmas tree in her room, in his room, in their room? Can they mail gifts and many more? All this and more can make an elderly start dreading the specific period of time in their lives. Some are more vocal and voicing their opinions on everything they see, or some could better not be bothered, or some could become melancholic, remembering the bygone times. What is most important is how this affects them, not us. In what way, how long, and when will it subside, and why? does it happen? So careful consideration of senior living and care through choices is a must. For seniors want to be a culturally fit resident, and so do the families, and make it a win-win for all. In some cases, loneliness and feeling of abandonment can settle in if the visitors become limited during these wonderful times, and isolation is not a good sign in these situations. Being uncooperative, losing interest in food, losing weight, losing sleep, feeling weak and tired all the time can be signs of an impending mental health crisis. I'm recollecting all of the above from my past experiences. And there are many, many, many more However, the thing to notice is that if these stressors repeat year after year or remain for a long time, they can and will cause issues in other systems in one's body. For mental health and stress can take a toll on overall health. Appropriate monitoring and seeking care at the right time should be the go-to solution. Hmm. So, um, in a way, this marks the beginning of new traditions. What are a few things that you would suggest we can throw in the mix? Hmm. New traditions. Great question. Maybe greater answers. Donating a percent of one's salary to charity or maybe the December income to charities. So everyone can support a smile. Organizing a drive to pack for the hungry at the senior living and care, an activity everyone would enjoy to contribute. An international potluck at senior living and care. A read me story time in senior living and care for children from local schools or for the visually or auditory challenged. A paint night to commemorate the new year or any holiday per se, like December holidays, New Year's Eve, collecting pennies for a blanket giveaway. A karaoke or music concert with families as visitors. Dancing to international music perhaps writing thank you cards to send out to our veterans in security zones. They would love 
letters from grandparents, sharing jokes and humor from the past. Sometimes they're so hilarious. I enjoyed so many in my past. I used to tell my patients, a smile a day can keep the doctor away. Hmm, indeed. There's a very important question that I have written down that I wanted to ask you in this episode. Um, can we talk about past Christmas holidays with elderly when visiting them at senior care? Um, do you think they will like it or will it make them sad? Is it a good idea? Yeah, Shruti, good question. Past Christmas holidays with elderly, sharing, discussing, and talking about during a visit with our seniors in senior living and care. Yes, sure, a good thing. But as we know, many of them have lost a spouse, partner, friend, and family members. And hence, some are not open to sharing at all. Though they would love to, sometimes the pain of losing someone overtakes communication patterns. And it is then best to understand how they have been lately and have they had visitors and so on. I recollect a time a few years ago, you know, when I took my two daughters to visit a senior living community as part of 4-H. So we could share our bunny rabbits and cavies or guinea pigs with them. There were lots of other kids as well who came with us. Most of the seniors were completely in disbelief and many started sharing when they were young and had a bunny rabbit or even got a bunny rabbit for Christmas, while others had touched them for the first time. It was so beautiful to see those facial expressions in them. Similarly, when we went to decorate a tree once, in a senior living and care facility. They all joined in, some in wheelchairs, some in walkers. Some sat down on the sofa with their canes. And soon we were a group of happy, cheerful, smiling pack. The context can change and people do have to figure out in advance, not to hurt someone's feelings or cause undue stress. After all, our elderly are us of our own future. So rightly quoted Dr. Purnima. So uh, coming to another important question that I want to ask in this regard, how can we reduce any stress related to gifting for elderly in our family? Thanks, Shruti. As we recalled earlier, gifting was not there a long, long time ago, though it is now. It is interesting we talk about it today when the world is now at our fingertips and we can buy, sell, share anything, anytime. Gift giving was not even possible for many elderly people because of economic constraints, family, etc. And even as of today, there are many in this world who will never get a gift for Christmas. For Christmas was more about the spirit 
and gratitude and not gifting. Gifting does cause stress. And I've seen that in my own geriatric patients and even family members. Some think it's unnecessary to spend that money, while others think not gifting is being very conservative. There are other talking points as well. The type of gifts, size of gifts, cost, usefulness, versus something that will just be sitting around and collecting dust over the years. In these days, a versatile, simple gift that's useful is much appreciated. I once had a patient tell me in my office, she wasn't sure why she sweaters for Christmas. And you know, those kinds with Santa Claus and Christmas trees, all patchworked and red, green and white because she already had enough of it. So a little thought and preparation could have gone a long way. After all, the season of giving is also reason for using and enjoying and celebrating. Okay, so my next question is also um, a very important question. Um, should we bring the older adult home for a family celebration? Shruti, I'm so grateful to you for bringing this question. For this is in the mind of everyone who is celebrating a holiday tradition, particularly in the month of December. While everyone would love to, many are unable to do so due to health conditions, physical inabilities, mental, cognitive challenges, underlying psychiatric conditions requiring medication monitoring, or even end-of-life care, as in total care or being completely bed-bound. Oh, what a joy it would be if it was that easy, if everyone stayed in the same town too. Flying is hazard in the elderly for many reasons. And a thorough visit with their physician is necessary to have a safe and stable flight. For blood clots, heart attacks, etc., do happen more often than not during a flight. Oxygen requirements during travel is another venue that must be included. Using a walker or cane or wheelchair can pose issues. Safety precautions at home, during travel, etc. So keeping the center of the rooms, you know, walkable, that means decluttering before bringing in an elderly, keeping the routine as was before, a ramp to the entrance of the home because most are unable to climb the stairs, a portable potty, diapers, hearing and visual aids, etc., are some of the things to consider when bringing an elderly home or even an elderly traveling to another home. Hope this helps our listeners. Dr. Purnima, what should we do when an older adult is no longer aware of holidays? You know, Shruti, this is one of the most sensitive topics that we have covered today. 
for the number of people or population with Alzheimer's and dementia is on the rise because of the rise in chronic conditions. Though not aware of the holidays, a tradition is always a tradition, and keeping them as much as the original is probably the best bet here. We are creating memories and treating everyone the same is very important, of essence, as I say. It is the disease, not the person, as we say in medicine. So unless and until this mental cognitive status stirs up anger, hostility, etc., in no way should someone not enjoy the holidays. Maybe the gifts must also be reconsidered in order to prevent health or physical hazards. Example, a rocking chair might not be the right choice if the person is on end-of-life care for Alzheimer's and is bed-bound. While we can be inclusive and diverse, compassion is key. Restricting someone from enjoying the holidays is absolutely not the norm, nor should it be encouraged or become one. For how someone enjoys something is more important than the fun itself. What festive activities work well in assisted living? Great question. And really a nice question. Some of the festivities that work well in assisted living are Thanksgiving, Christmas, Valentine's Day, Memorial Day, Veterans Day, and all other federal holidays and maybe culturally diverse holidays as well. So a brunch, a dinner with the elderly and their families, or barbecue, or perhaps a festive catered meal, etc., can create bonds, not barriers. In my opinion and experience, anything worth celebrating is worth looking into. For life is short, and it is we who can make them precious through holidays and festivities. This was a very informative episode. Thank you so much for answering all these questions so patiently, Dr. Purnima, and happy holidays. And to all our dear listeners, if you want us to discuss any of the topics or answer your questions, please get in touch with us on one of our social media platforms and we would certainly create an episode to address those. Happy holidays to you all. Happy holidays. You can check out our website, listeners, at www.mihygge.com. So it's www.myhiga.com. At present, we are open to senior living and care providers. We are doing demos, and onboarding help is also available. Happy to help answer all your questions. Your win is our win. We are here for a win-win for all. Everyone in this journey of aging, caregiving, or simply caring is a hero. Our email is contact at mahiga.com. That is C-O-N-T-A-C-T at M-I-H-Y-G-G-E dot com. 
Looking forward to hearing your comments and questions so we can help answer those questions on elder care, solve aged issues, and serve more seniors, as well as open new opportunities for providers and empower seniors to live life's simple pleasures. Here's wishing all our listeners health, wealth, and mahiga. We look forward to connecting once again with our new episodes in January 2022. Wow. Let's welcome and ring in the new year together with a lot of new learnings when it comes to caring for seniors. Happy holidays to all of you from Team Maihiga. Happy holidays, you all. Thank you all for listening. We are grateful you joined us in our pursuit to celebrate aging globally with MyHiga. You can explore our blogs. They are free to read and easily available on our website www.myhiga.com. Sign up for our special Discover Senior Living with MyHiga newsletter for exclusive content which also includes some amazing recipes, tips and facts and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on spotify apple podcast google podcast and amazon music as what you hear on the podcast is all exclusive content where we pour all our love and emotions thanking our wonderful production team the people that make it happen we love hearing your comments your thoughts so keep them coming Goodbye from our studios in New Delhi.